All right, here we go into the home stretch of the Monday edition, and our buddy Cam Stewart has joined us, the Raging Redhead for Pizzaville with leftovers and end cuts. Cam, got to ask you, Tiger yeah. Woods yesterday. I'm watching this, and, uh, you know, I guess I get choked up. Now, I remember the heyday when this was a common occurrence, mm-hmm. but he's been five years plus without, and uh, knowing the trials and tribulations, I know he's also been considered uh, a person who fell from grace. Yep. And we don't want to mute his indiscretions and all the other things, but uh, it does seem like a comeback for the ages. Would you position it as one of the great sports stories of your generation? Yeah, I, I would. I it, Just on Sunday, it was really interesting the way it went down, too. Like, the best was that, like, it was almost like Christ parting, like, the waters there. Like, it was crazy. Like, he's there's so many. No, but honestly, there were so many fans there. The security didn't even know what the hell to do. Like, he's in the middle. They'd have a spotlight when they're showing the highlights. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And he finally like got through. And surprise, like, uh, you got to be careful with that stuff. There might be an insane fan in there, but that's a story for another day on security. It was a very good accomplishment, John. He's been trending upwards, very, very close to winning, second, third a couple times. But uh, to have the best golfers in the world all play very poor, like Justin Rose and McElroy is very unclimatic. I find, I guess that's why they're changing the FedEx Cups till you have the winner of the final tournament. You're not as suggesting the they were tanking, do you? I don't think they were tanking. I just don't. Here's what here's what I do know. When Tiger Woods is uh, good for golf, it's good for everybody else. Sure. Ratings go up. It puts more money in everybody's pocket. If you're gonna, if you're other than yourself, if you're going to pick one person that you want to back up and win, Tiger Woods. Anytime he was in a major this year, the networks were loving. It's through the roof. Golf Channel at NBC spiking. Now, what do we have next this week um, on Friday? The Ryder Cup. Right. That's obviously going to help. So casual golf fan who actually was flipping around the NFL going, hey, Tiger Woods won this tournament. Now the Ryder Cup numbers, I think, are going to just be absolutely spectacular on Friday and Saturday. Well, you know what was interesting? It wasn't too long ago we were discussing or debating whether or not Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson even deserve to be on that team. Mickelson finished oh, last yesterday. Yeah. Mickelson's a tra- train wreck. This this little event in Vegas, it's kind of losing its luster because Tiger Woods never, never went, had luster. Yeah, it, you're right, Johnny. It never did have luster. And Tiger Woods opened up as a small favorite. Now he'd be a monumental one. Uh, anybody like, I guess, Phil, Phil Mickelson, does he still have a draw? When you still talk about popularity, Tiger Woods is head and shoulders above everybody else. Rory, Justin Rose, everybody. But Phil... Like, honestly, like, he's just one of those guys that's just, like, after a while, it's kind of like, why are we even doing this? The subtext of that was they disliked each other. Yeah, but... You know, when they were in their prime. Yeah, exactly. So that was always the the antagonism or the animus between them. It's like a Tito Ortiz mixed martial arts fight. Like, I cared the decade ago. Like, do I, like, Chuck Liddell and... Who cares? It doesn't matter. Like, I I would... Tiger Woods is probably going to beat down Phil, but it doesn't have the luster that it had... When when they were actually rivals, what about uh, Conor McGregor and Nurmagomedov? No, that's going to be awesome. well. That the thing about Conor McGregor is, like him or hate him, the guy's he, he's a quote machine. He absolutely stirs it up every time. Like Dana White can say all he wants. Like this guy, I know he's going to have some lawsuits that are pending for the craziness where he threw stuff at the bus and the right. windows shattered and people got hurt. But Dana White just sits that this this kind of like Tiger Woods for golf. You just sit back in your chair and go, wow. I love having this guy, uh, you know, in my regime because all he does is speak, and we make all money and get more eyes on the pay per views. It's just a license to print money when he talks. Yeah. By the way, a license to print. Barry remarks on uh, Tiger Woods. Nike stuck with him. They were also the mm. big winners yesterday, 
And really, Tiger never did anything as bad as Bill Cosby did. Funny how time has softened his past indiscretions. Yep. He's just a man that made some mistakes. But John disputes that. He says, before you start gushing about Tiger Woods' comeback, don't forget that the guy was a serial cheater on his wife and I family. I know. That's, that's the thing. Unlike other people in the media, I'm not just going to say, hey, it's all great. I still think Jack Nicholas is the best. Tiger Woods has three majors to catch him. You could talk about the fields, but Jack still had to battle with Johnny Miller, Lee Trevino, Tom Watson, a lot of big guys in his prime, too. He won the Masters at 46. Tiger Woods is, what, 42? So he's still got a lot of work to do. But you see, what I'm saying is athletic accomplishment, if you can divorce that from the character yeah. or the personality... <laughs> Look, I mean, there are this some... guy can't do wrong. Like the, the funny thing is, it's just, and that's the thing about life. It's very well, simple. Can you can you separate the two? I mean, Ty Cobb is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. He's in Cooperstown. He was a blatant Cereal, racist. Yeah, yeah, yes, he is. Yeah, all, all the rest of these things. So can you? Well, it's kind of political too, John. It's like it's like the people down south, right? Right? You know what I mean? Who follow Trump or whatever? It's, it's very it's very polarizing. Yet. Like, you know what well, I mean? No, do you it's take just... the individual in totality or do you separate their accomplishments in their particular discipline from their personality or their character? It's a great question. I think well, I, I think, Rose, I think Rose Rose another no, one. No, no, the Rose, numbers alone. Here's the thing. Pete Rose should be in the damn Hall of Fame, okay? I don't care what um when Faye Vincent was the commissioner of baseball and all these reports, okay? Yes, you have evidence that he bet on baseball. Who cares? Did he bet on his team? That's fine with me. If you bet against your team and you're and you're throwing out Bill Gullickson and doing all these things and and actually betting against your team and making managerial moves that impact your team to lose, I have a problem with that. It has not been proven. People think that he bet against his team, but I haven't seen any documentation that said Pete Rose totally bet against Get, uh, bet against the Cincinnati Reds. He's the best damn hitter of all time. Well, there you go. The guy should be in the Hall of Fame. I'm not saying he's he's good guy of the year. Well, that's what disqualifies yeah. him. And I'm saying certain character aspects might just be, for sure. Uh, but Tiger Woods, it seems like it's forgotten. Well, this is why I'm wondering if that's something that you know he's in the doghouse for X number of years, and then when people have seen that he's been through these ups and downs, he's not just an adulterer. He's a serial adulterer. Well, yeah, okay. Okay, well, so, I'm just, I'm so, just talking. So was a former president of the United States, so, Bill Clinton. But, but, but we're not. <laughs> That's got nothing to do no, with it, us. It, it does have a lot to do I, with no, it. No, we're not. talking about these individuals and how they're placed on pedestals. Yes, I don't put them on a pedestal. Okay, you don't. Okay, fair enough. By the way, going to find out how you bet the Bills over the Vikings. I wish I did, but every <laughs> survivor pool, there was some guy. It, it's actually funny. There was 42 bets because I follow the stuff that were made on Buffalo Moneyline, you're getting anywhere between 11 and 12 to 1 for them to win the game, John. Mm. I was in a survivor pool of 128 people. 126 got eliminated. Like, the other guys have already won. Like, what other games did you... And the second biggest favorite, uh, Jacksonville, they lost to Tennessee. It was a pooch weekend. And the NFL. All right. Just to put it into some kind of context here for folks who might have missed it, the Buffalo Bills went to Minnesota where Minnesota was the prohibitive favorite. 16 and a half, 17 points. Yeah, 17-point favorite. They're one of the quality teams where many picking, uh, many picked them to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. They have such a, a defense, and they spit out the bit. They lost 27-6. to six. So not only did Buffalo cover, uh, they more than covered. Yeah, they, they, they beat their They hurt them. Like yeah. that, John, that's shocking. Like that happens in college football right. because they're kids. It rarely, rarely happens in the NFL, and the point spread error, the biggest upset ever. All right, we'll come back. More leftovers and end cuts with Cam Stewart, the Raging Redhead for Pizzaville, in a moment on the Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.